Hi folks, this is The Daily Tech Show and I'm your host John Meyer and today we're recapping AWS reInvent 2021 and my journey from start to finish for the first in-person event for AWS since reInvent 2019. Amazon Web Services certainly has control of the cloud computing space as reported by Gartner's Magic Quadrant, but that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone familiar within the cloud space. One month ago, I joined Turbonomic and IBM Company as a Senior Product Marketing Manager and Evangelist. This role was exactly what I was looking for and allowed me to pursue my passion of content creating. A week before I started, they asked if I could attend reInvent and that they were going to hold a conference pass for me. I mean, this opportunity part of AWS reInvent's 10-year anniversary and to evangelize on it, man, I wasn't going to pass up the chance. This year, AWS held reInvent in person and virtual, which is a change from their 2022 that was a fully virtual event, which means that this was going to be the first major learning conference held in person in two years for AWS. Now, they only had 25,000 attendees for this five-day event, which was a significant scale down from 2019 that had over 60,000 and multiple hotels to host it. While AWS typically doesn't officially start until Monday with sessions, series, and the Global Partner Summit, social media was going wild with all the posts of everyone arriving on Saturday, but my reInvent kicked off on the Friday before when I decided to dye my hair green and orange to support my company and my personal brand. Oh, and AWS. I mean, this was a step up from having the AWS logo shaved into the side of my head for reInvent 2019. If you arrived on Sunday, it gave you the chance to register, grab your swag, and some of you were lucky enough to receive a coupon for an exclusive 10-year anniversary jacket. And let me tell you, this jacket is awesome. I was able to get a hold of one. I was one of those special people that got up there and registered and they gave me a coupon. Now you had to come back Monday at 10 a.m. to pick up your jacket and it was worth the wait. Now the main conference is held at the Venetian and since they had a limited number of attendees, everything was usually close in proximity to the main keynotes and session. I was staying at the Encore and while you think that this is very close, my room was a 20 minute walk one way and trust me, I found out the hard way on how much time it takes to get back and forth after leaving a few items in my room throughout the week. One of the improvements that I might suggest for this event next year is to let everybody know that there's a building behind the expo that's named the Caesar Forms. No, this is not the actual Caesar Forms over at the shops in Caesars because that's about a mile walk from the Venetian. I found out it takes a lot of time to get over there. The reason it is because I was trying to meet up with some deep racer folks and they said it's at the Caesar Forms. So I'm thinking, all right, let's go to the Caesar shops. I walked all the way over there, asked a bunch of people where it's at. Well, guess what? Nobody had a clue. I ended up going over to the Bellagio, doing a nice recording of the fountains, walked my way back and finally found the location that was not open until Monday. Yes, after arriving Sunday at 12 o'clock and ending my day somewhere, uh, you know, midnight madness, about 10 hours, I put 11 miles of walking on. All right, folks, let's talk about Sunday night, midnight madness. Late Sunday night was midnight madness kickoff or what I like to call the pre-reinvent festivities. When you walk into Midnight Madness, they already had the wing eating contest underway, a half pipe, and we can't forget the awesome air guitar action happening on stage. This time I stayed for the whole event to see what new services AWS might release to get things started. What I didn't know or expect was that I would run into a good friend and mentor of mine, Jeff Barr, chief evangelist of AWS. I'll probably have to write a separate blog on how Jeff became our mentor. I, I didn't even notice that he was there. I, I went over and I saw Warner Vogels at the wing eating and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get a picture with him. And I was like, oh, Warner, can I have one you know, picture? And just as we were about to take, uh, take the picture, 
someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, hi, John. And oh my God, it was Jeff. I was like, I was totally blown away because normally it's tough to get a hold of him or get a picture with him, but I was able to do it twice throughout the event. So it was nice to run into him, talk, and yes, he loved my hair. So that was pretty cool to get that acknowledgement from Jeff. Jeff, you do a great job at AWS with all the blog writing up until then and all the promotional stuff throughout the event, including the bug bust that happened at the expo on Thursday. By the end of the night, Sunday night, I was starting to drag and it was time to head back to my room. Before calling it a night, I got my whole blog set up. Uh, I, I got the camera, my Sony A6400, my Rode NT-USB mic, and my USB hub. I had everything all ready to go and I actually had to find the proper height. So I was I grabbed like an ice bucket and I flipped it upside down and that's where I put my camera on a little tripod. The reason I had it all ready to go is because I had a lot to do in the upcoming week. Let's talk about Monday. On Monday, we had the leadership spotlight that kicked off the entire event. And I'm not sure I missed this from like previous years, but the spotlight series was held by Francesca Vasquez, VP of Tech. She hosted a panel discussion around leading through uncertainty, resilience, grit, and courage. And I really enjoyed her discussion with various leaders, including this quote by one of the people on the panel. Creation can come from anywhere. Regardless of your title in the organization, everyone has the same square and everyone is created equal. Now, they were referring to your Zoom call or a chime call and that everybody has the equally same size square on the screen. That means everybody can have their voice heard just the same. And I thought that was very interesting and a different perspective to look at your, you know, video conferencing calls. Okay, the Global Partner Summit. A few weeks before reInvent, I have to note that CRN News said Doug Ewan was moving on from AWS to Amazon to follow Andy Jassy, who took over as CEO of Amazon in June, shortly before Jeff Bezos' flight on the Blue Origin. If you remember about two years ago, Andy appointed Doug as AWS Channel Chief. After almost two and a half years as the Channel Chief, it isn't a surprise that Doug is moving to the other side of the house to work with Andy again. With the announcement being so close to reInvent, Doug still delivered the opening Global Partner Summit keynote with some key announcements for partners, the AWS Graviton Ready program, and I'll talk about that in a second, followed by the AWS Energy Competency. Now, AWS is starting to really invest in their partners because they work with the majority of their customers. I remember right before the pandemic hit, we had our SKO when I worked at AWS. Yes, I'm an ex-Amazonian and I left in May of 2021. Actually, it was the end of April, but who's counting? All right, we had our uh, SKO in the windy city of Chicago. That was a turning point for me that when I noticed AWS was starting to really invest heavily into their partner. Okay, the AWS Graviton Ready program. This is a newly released program for partners that validates, optimize, and supports their software on AWS Graviton-based instances. Partners' products are vetted by AWS PSAs or Partner Solutions Architects to ensure customers have a consistent experience using their software between ARM-based architecture or the x86. The next speaker for the Global Partner Summit is a mentor of mine and who's been a recurring guest on the Daily Tech Show, Sandy Carter, VP of Public Sector Partners and Programs. While I really can't call her that anymore, because she did announce, yes, on my show, that she's moved over to Unstoppable. So Unstoppable Domains, check it out. I think it's really cool. I'll try to include a link in the description below. After Sandy was Steven Orban, GM for AWS Marketplace and Control Services. He did announce his new book, Ahead in the Cloud. I did get a copy of that because if you were in the expo shortly afterwards, he was signing copies of his book, but 
at the Marketplace booth, they still were giving away his book later on. Steven also mentioned the newly released AWS Marketplace offering for Kubernetes and that customers can subscribe to third-party applications that run applications in Kubernetes on the marketplace. Okay, folks, let's talk about the expo or the welcome reception. Since the Global Partner Summit overlapped the opening expo, and I'm assuming for good reason to space everyone out, I didn't make it to the expo until an hour after opening. This year, the welcoming reception was highly energized as everyone had only three hours in the expo to move from booth to booth meeting up with new and old colleagues as well as new and old friends. Probably a great time to grab some swag at the booths that you missed out on the past two years because who couldn't use a few extra shirts, socks, or even stickers? Oh, a side story, I forgot my freaking phone cable in my truck before heading to the airport, and I thought to myself, I don't know, that's all right. I'll get something at the booths because I am sure that somebody's gonna have these cables. You know, the ones where they have all the like four plugs at the end of it? Well, guess what? Not a single person was actually giving out the ca cables. The good news for me is that I just recently upgraded to the iPhone 13 Pro, and my battery life lasted all day, even with me recording in 4K. Just a note, iPhone 13 Pro does take great video and the battery life lasts long. We'll see how long that lasts. Now, I've never been to the expo long enough to be kicked out, but by 7.30, yes, it ended at seven, they were asking us to make our way out. Typically, I would get together with some colleagues afterwards, but this year was different for me. I needed to go back to my hotel room, put together content, for two vlogs that I will be doing daily. Yes, two of them. One for my new role with Turbonomic as a senior product marketing manager and evangelist, and one for my personal brand because I need to put these into two separate ones. I wanted two different pieces of content with slight overlap. I didn't just didn't want to repeat the stuff because they could go to Turbonomic and still hear what I had to say on my personal brand. I have to bring the uniqueness of me, plus, there is nothing stopping me from saying or doing what I want on my show uh, within reason, I guess. Okay, folks, Tuesday. You know what? When I travel, I typically like heading to the West Coast because I'm up by 5 a.m. when my wife and kids give me a call right before they head to school or to work on the East Coast. That means I can get a head start on my day and a quick workout, prepare for my upcoming vlogs, and upload any content from the previous day. Needless to say, I didn't have enough time to make it down to watch the keynotes in person after recording in the morning. I actually found it more productive to watch the keynotes from my hotel room where I had more room to work, take notes on releases, and prepare me for the next day. Talk about a win-win. Okay, Adam Solisky gave his first keynote as the new CEO of AWS, and I wonder when we're gonna stop saying as the new uh, CEO of AWS or first keynote, I, I, I guess, on his one-year anniversary. We'll see. Well, while he didn't deliver it like we're all used to with Andy Jassy, I think he did a great job, especially with the new release of AWS Graviton 3. Now, of course, they released an instance to support that C7G, but let's give a little backstory on Graviton. Back in late 2018, AWS announced Graviton, an AWS-designed ARM-based 64-bit processor. And now in 2020, two years later, AWS released Graviton 2, then following suit, the next generation where Graviton 3 just recently at reInvent 2021 with the new instance type of C7G. I'm just gonna throw something out that I'm thinking reInvent 2022 might be a Graviton 4, or they might change the name up a little bit. I wonder how long they're gonna keep that series going. I can't forget to mention that they also released two additional instances supporting Graviton 2. Uh, to me, it's the IM4GN and the IM4GEN, but it could be an L as well. I can never tell that with some of the stuff they put together. Also released was the AWS Private 5G. I mean, who wouldn't like to have their very own private mobile network? 
Honestly, this sounds very interesting. And maybe one day this podcast will be running its own 5G or at least have it as a backup. No, it's kind of interesting. I have a little device here. Uh, maybe in a studio somewhere. Anyway, AWS announced a new managed service to set up, scale a private mobile network within days versus the traditional months. Now, AWS delivers and manages the radio units, servers, radio access networks, SIM cards to connected devices. There's no upfront fees or costs. As usual, customers only pay for the network and the capacity and throughput that they request. Okay, so for me, AWS Graviton 3 and private 5G were probably the exciting announcements publicly made by Adam Solipsky. But later on, I'm gonna talk about some of the offstage announcements that might have should have been public or at least during the keynotes and some of the ones that they did announce during keynotes might have been offstage but either way i think it's a personal preference okay okay let's talk about wednesday finally we made it to hump day and let me tell you what if you ever been to reinvent you know how much time and energy is spent between sessions events socializing i remember in 2019 i was up at 5 a.m and i was trying usually trying to get to bed by 11 a.m long days, lots of work, not to mention the miles you put on throughout the event. My average miles per day was mm, around 9.5 and that's because I made the mistake that I mentioned before of walking to Caesar Forums on Sunday, which rounded out about 11 mile day. But either way, if you look at previous before reInvent, all the miles you walked versus the miles you walked at reInvent, it's a pretty good event. So for Wednesday, it was time for Swami's keynote, the VP of Amazon AI. His keynote for AI and ML fans, it was gonna be an important one or important day of releases as AWS continues to make improvements to their artificial intelligence and machine learning services. Now there are a number of announcements for Amazon SageMaker, and I'm gonna capture a couple of those. You can look in the description below or my blog post for more but for SageMaker you had Ground Truth Plus for turnkey data labeling all right service to create high quality training data sets training compiler to accelerate the training of deep learning models which did does say that it's going to save you up to 50 percent with efficient use of GPU instances inference recommender all right so it's going to help you choose the best available compute instances and configuration for optimal performance and cost note performance is first versus cost because you want the best performance I don't wanna be down to a T2 and get crappy performance. All right, SageMaker Studio Lab is in preview. It is free, no configuration to learn and experiment with machine learning. And then the last one I know, and there were some a couple of others, but these are the ones that really kind of popped out. The next one was serverless inference, which is in preview and it enables you to easily deploy ML models for inference without having to configure the underlying infrastructure. Win-win. Okay, as everybody knows, I pay special attention to the AWS Deep Racer because it holds a special place in my heart for all the stuff I did with a colleague of mine here with Deep Racer Underground hosting reInvent 2022 out in Seattle for Deep Racer and live streaming the event. They did announce their League of 2022 that would kick off on March 1st. For those of you who are aren't familiar with Deep Racer, it's a fun way to get started with reinforcement learning technique that utilizes machine learning. A racer would build, train, and test a model with an Amazon SageMaker, including running simulation. After training for a period of time, the racer would participate in a physical race using a 118th scale race car on a real track trying to get the fastest time. Thursday, folks. Well, out of all the keynotes and releases that happened during the week, Warner Vogel's CTO of AWS keynote is probably one of the highly attended uh, in-person or virtual event. Now, he always seems to bring some direct humor along with a number of interesting service releases. Now, after announcing a few back-to-back -back services and feature releases, at one point, Warner said, it's all your fault. Well, actually, he said, you have asked for this. It is basically your fault, referring to AWS and their leadership principle called customer obsession. 
about listening to their customers. Now they listened, they created the service based off of your request. So now let me list just a few announcements from Warner's keynote, but there was a lot more. All right, folks, the first one that I wanna take note of is, is AWS new Amazon EC2 M1 Mac instances for Mac OS in preview. Now, I wanna let you note that they are built on Apple's Mac minis and powered by AWS Nitro system. I mean, who wanted to build some awesome Mac instances for iOS or Mac OS application workloads? This is a great way to spin them up, test any applications before production deployment. Okay, one of the biggest announcements that he had and a guest speaker for the CDK version two, the cloud deployment kit, was Matt Coulter, a technical architect from Liberty Mutual who's been a pioneer within the AWS community for continuous deployment, implementation, improvement on the cloud deployment kit. Uh, side note, Matt was also named an AWS hero in 2022. Another release was the sustainability pillar. AWS released a well-architected framework back in 2015 with five pillars, operational excellence, security, reliability, performance efficiency, and cost optimization. Now, organizations are now taking a top-down climate-first approach in setting sustainability goals. Using the sustainability pillar, it can help companies make informed decisions to balance the other five pillars. I'll put a link in the description below. How about we talk about AWS Repost, a community-driven questions and answers location to drive innovation and remove technical roadblocks. Personally, I think this might be something interesting, maybe a little bit better than the highly currently used Stack Overflow. It looks a lot better, a cleaner interface, and I'm wondering how well it's gonna work out. I, I think you can vote, uh, yeah, you can vote views uh, or even answers. I wonder if somebody validates the answers and say, yeah, this is right like that. We'll definitely take a look and keep an eye on it. So I think Thursday night is usually one of the most highly anticipated parties that happen. It's called Replay. It happens on Thursday night and it's a way to unwind from the hustle and bustle of all week. And you wouldn't want to miss it. But I said that when I took the red eye home on Thursday night and you know, well, I'll tell you what, I, I've been, this is the first time that I've been away from home really for, I think it was a year. I was out in reInvent 2022. And that other than that, I was kind of missing home. I was missing the family a lot. So yes, I plan to go home on Thursday night, but it is a good time to relax and unwind. I know in 2019, in previous years, they had old arcade games, huge bounce house, uh, dodgeball, and that was just the beginning. And you can't forget the nighttime drone show along with all the awesome DJs that happen. Okay, so the last day of reInvent is Friday and it's typically light or a quiet day since it's scheduled from 8.30 to 12.30. If you leave early, like I did, you're gonna miss some of the interesting sessions that had a chance to repeat that perform well during the week. You can kind of, you can spend the day either, you, if you leave in the morning, it's kind of a waste of the day depending on which way you're traveling. That's why I leave at night, because either way, I'm gonna waste a day, but here Friday, I still have the rest of the day to do something with the family. All right, folks, some of the offstage announcements. Now, I'm not gonna go into every single one in depth, but I wanna uh, you know, take note of them and something you might wanna look up. If you go to AWS What's New, you can find all of them. I think they did an excellent job of breaking them down into like Midnight Madness, the keynotes, offstage announcements. Every single person that had a keynote or event during that week has their own little block. And I like the ones where they say offstage announcements because there's some really good information in there and that's what I'm gonna talk about. First one, AWS AI and ML scholarship program. In collaboration with Intel and Udacity, there are 2000 nano degrees that are up there for the scholarship and then out of those, 500 are awarded an advanced nano degree for the scholarship. So I, I'm gonna post some more information uh, around it. I think this is really cool and it's basically to bridge that gap within the diversity in the workforce. 
Great job there on the scholarship. Okay, Amazon Virtual Private Cloud or VPC released two things, a network analyzer to help easily identify unattended network access, and then an IPAM for IP address management. And I think that's really interesting, the IPAM, uh, because you typically deal with this on-premise more than anything. And having it in the cloud now, you can probably manage uh, across an hybrid environment. Okay, let's talk about the AWS Deep Bracer Student League. Guess what? They announced that it's free model training, learning content, and a global racing competition just for students. Nobody else can participate, only students only. I'm wondering how they're gonna bring them into reInvent uh, for 2022. I'm assuming that they're gonna have the same style that's gonna happen, but I don't have any insight into it. I think they'll have you know the knockout rounds depending on how many people get into it. All right, folks, let's talk about AWS S3. Now, S3 had a number of announcements. They had a price reduction up to 31% on three storage classes, the S3 standard and frequent access, the one zone and frequent access, and formerly S3 Glacier, now called Glacier Flexible Retrieval. They also have AWS backup for Amazon S3. Amazon S3 object ownership can now disable access controls for simplified management. Don't forget the backups for VMware workloads. Okay, here's another fun one I like to talk about, AWS Outpost, which provides local compute and network services close to the edge locations. Typically, you'll find these in data centers to support workloads that can't move to the cloud due to constraints like data latency. But in 2018, they did announce AWS Outpost, which was a 42 rack. And by 2019, they were ready to take orders. Now at reInvent 2021, AWS announced two new form factors. The 1U, which is powered by Graviton2, and the 2U powered by the third generation Intel Xeon scalable processors. AWS Outpost also announced five new locations, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Morocco, Nigeria, and Vietnam. And if you take a look at my blog post, I got a cool picture with Jeff Barr doing a selfie with the One U rack. Rounding out this podcast will be Amazon EBS announcements. So we have the snapshots archive to reduce the cost of long-term retention, and then the Amazon recycling bin to recover from accidental deletion. Note that you need to set up the retention poly based off of tags. And I got I got to stipulate a little bit more. Tags, it's the biggest thing in any cloud provider including AWS, you can do so much off of tags from limiting access to knowing who's building it to backups. So if you don't have a tag, so if you don't have a tag, no retention and say bye-bye to an EBS snapshot, you didn't want to delete. Well, folks, make sure to follow me on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter to stay up to date for more information. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and notify. It's time to wrap up this long summary, but stay tuned as I'm going to try to dive into depth on some of these releases in the future. That's right, folks. It's the Daily Tech Show. I'm your host, John Meyer, and until next time.